We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app miss something from the todd feinberg show listen to the podcast on wtic.com slash podcast yeah We've got, we've got rants coming up in just a few minutes. We do all kinds of rants. Biden aides find second batch of classified documents at new location. How exciting is that? Could it be that, hmm, could it be that they do this on a regular basis, these Democrats, just like Republicans? I assume they all do the same thing. Aides to President Joe Biden had discovered at least one additional batch of classified documents in a location separate from the office he used after leaving the Obama administration, according to a person familiar with the matter. What do you want to bet that Joe Biden's bed mattress is filled with classified documents? What do you want to bet that virtually anyone at that level of government treats classified documents as their own personal trough of information? And if they can get away with behaving the way Biden does and Trump did and Sandy Berger did and Hillary Clinton did and Uma, whatever her last name was, did, that they all have their maids cleaning around those documents and free to read them because... They are the chosen ones. And this is the problem with big government. You don't want to allow government to become this precious thing that attracts the people of very small integrity but big ambitions to steal and plunder and take as much of anything they need to advance themselves in life. You don't want that. You want the power to rest in the hands of the people and all these liars in in politics have been using those lies to insulate us from reality, and we've been all too willing to fall for it. It's too bad. We'll start the rants coming up, 860-522-9842. Rant line number 751-4698. But first, what's that ride home doing? Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, well, they're just documents, you know. They're just documents, so there's more of them. What difference does it make? Biden aides have been sifting through documents stored at locations beyond his former Washington office. 
to determine if there are any other classified documents that need to be turned over to the National Archives and reviewed by the Justice Department. The search was described as exhaustive with the goal of getting a full accounting of all classified documents that may have inadvertently been packed in boxes. Oh, we accidentally packed classified documents into boxes and accidentally took them away and accidentally stored them in a locked closet, accidentally in Joe Biden's office. The White House on Monday issued a statement confirming that a small number of documents with classified markings that appeared to be from the Obama administration. I like how they mention that all the time. They mention that all the time as if, oh, it's that Obama administration way back then. You know they were doing this stuff all the time, that Obama crowd, but not us, not the Joe Biden crowd. We don't know how this happened, but those are from the Obama administration, so it doesn't really matter. They are a piece of work. They are a piece of work. My theory, my working theory is that all this is normal behavior. And the only abnormal thing is for that which is normal behavior for our government and our elected officials. The only problem is when we find out. That's the only abnormal thing that occurs is when the truth gets in small little grains of sand size bits of information to us. Hey, Todd, question for you. I want to know what you think. Um, this officer that got fired in Waterbury, the lady almost hit him. So he was. Hang on a sec. He said while he was screaming at her for 20 minutes that she almost hit him. But I didn't see that happening in the video. Hey, Todd question for you. I want to know what you think. Um, this officer that got fired in Waterbury, the lady almost hit him. So he was kind of ticked off about that. So you're telling me that they did an investigation and fired the officer because he yelled. The, it sounded like the girl was a snowflake. I think she was a snowflake, but that's not illegal. Which I don't get it. I, I can't believe you could lose your job for yelling at somebody because you're mad because she almost ran him over. Do they not take that in consideration where, like, where he was, you know, where his mindset was? I All think they have certain expectations of how you're supposed to behave first, and that doesn't include uh, spinning out of control. Which he did. He, he just could not stop screaming at her. And it was ridiculous. It's also ridiculous that he got fired if there's nothing else that he did wrong. But I believe he, uh, we have to assume that there was stuff in his personnel file. There were problems like this, perhaps, that had occurred previously. That's what I would assume. Because it's so unusual for a government worker to... When they've done egregious acts, it's hard for them to get fired. And tell her, you know, I, I just don't understand how you can get fired for that. So let me know what you think. I just think it's ridiculous, and they got to stop firing people because you're yelling or, or you say something wrong, 
and people take it like it's uh, racist, which is a lot of stuff is. Um, yeah, again, this is uh, any personnel decision like this is a complicated decision, and and I don't think you can, uh, you know, you can assume too much not knowing so much. incident from what I could see he wasn't almost hit that was his plan turn the car off he's calling for backup he needs backup he couldn't just give her a ticket standing in the middle of the street? No, I did. I thought you were weaving. No, this means stop. This means stop. He's holding up his hand and and showing her what means stop. You know, it's craziness. It's crazy for a cop, too. How do you even survive the job if you take it that personally? That's what I wonder. Let's talk to Jim in Terryville. Hi, Jim. Hi, how are you? Thank you, Jim, for calling in. What's on your mind? Listen, I, I, you know, I just, I was just listening to that. Uh, what, that replay of that, that honestly, that poor police officer who had to deal with that. I, myself, I'm a construction worker. Now, mm-hmm. I, listen, I'm going to break this. I got two questions for you. And the, the second question I, I really need help with. But the first one, this is not a question. It's just a statement. I directed traffic for a construction company one time. I was working for that company. And I told the lady to stop three times and and you know what happened i ended up on the hood of her car on the hood of her car that and she was an elderly woman so i i couldn't get myself i i got up off the car i walked over to the door i said what is going on what is the matter with you and she was so she was an elderly woman so i i i just gave her the i just i just relaxed and i was like listen okay i'm sorry listen if, can I help you? She says, well, I'm sorry. I didn't see you in the road. I was like, oh, my Lord. Okay. All right, fine. I said, oh, and she asked me, that, that beautiful woman, she said, I'm so sorry. But one week later, Todd, that same woman drove right into the sign, Gold's Gym, right next to ESPN back in 2000, 2000 or 2001. She drove and. She drove into the sign. She mistaked the gas pedal for the brake pedal, and she went right into the sign. And the sign fell down in the car, and it collapsed the car, and she died in Bristol, Connecticut. And she was elderly. So I feel for this cop. You're out there in traffic. And every cop right now, go to YouTube. Every single person thinks they're above the law. My constitutional rights, my constitutional rights. Give these cops a break. Every day they don't know who they're meeting. 
every day. They have no yes, but idea wouldn't you? But wouldn't you also say that? Jim, wouldn't you also expect of them that they behave with dignity and, and without emotion? These are, these are very matter-of-fact, mundane kinds of um, occurrences, is what you're saying, that this is a constant in their lives. They can't be well, flipping off their, the handle and leaving their post so they can go scream at somebody indefinitely while backup comes. And by the way, the, the, the other part of this um, I found, let me just play you this one other cut. I didn't hear this yesterday before I went on the air. But um, he's, he starts screaming again after the other cop is already writing her the citation and stuff. She almost runs me over. We and he's explaining. You need to calm yourself. And the other cop says, did you hear what he said? You need to calm yourself. You need to calm, calm yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Todd, I don't know if, if you have ever um, directed traffic ever in your life. Let me I tell don't you right so. now, there is not a person alive that uses a signal, left or right. I don't know where they're going. I've done it so many times. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's that simple. We have them in the car. Left or right, let the cop know where you're going. And that's how simple it is. It's so yeah. These people are so simple. It's, 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 it drives me crazy. Well, I but, totally believe you, Jim. I believe that it must be because all the standards have been relaxed. The government doesn't want to do its job anymore. You know, they like who wants to take somebody's license away or when, when they're beyond the years we don't have a mechanism for doing that this woman you described at first the one who ended up killing herself uh, driving yep. into gold's gym there th we don't have a mechanism for deciding that people are no longer capable of driving we just let it go you know and that's a yep. government failure so the government failure drops in the laps of the cops and then the cops get overwhelmed with how dangerous they feel like it is because people are so out you know, of it the way you're describing. We can we can look at the cause very simply and say there should but, be a system Todd, in place for this. But Todd, listen, you know I I am the proud boy that you spoke to last week. The uh, the older proud boy that I spoke. Oh, okay. To. Thank you for telling me. I am. The, I didn't recognize I am the your same voice. Guy. I'm the same guy. Now the thing is that poor elderly woman was probably just going out to go because she can she's just going to go out and you know drive down the road and see some of her friends and do whatever the exactly. hell she had but what's your answer to do. my answer well the answer to that is obey obey the police well she wasn't capable obey. she wasn't capable but how about the woman who was capable the one that we're talking about that I heard on the radio i mean god i mean the signs are there. See, the guy's got the cop's got a green vest, and everyone, every, all those people, honestly, the cops they have a bullet, they have a bullseye on their back. But Todd, I want to get to a different point. I'm going to talk to you about something differently. Quick, I just quick. recently got, I just recently got laid off. The Department of Labor is really messing around with my livelihood. I have a I've returned to work mate, and I've haven't been laid off in twenty some odd years. I have a good job, and there's a lack of work. With lack of work there, I gotta jump through hoops. I had to make an Indeed. Uh, I had a, an quick. What's the Indeed. question? 
and job. Why are the why is the Department of Labor, Labor making it so goddamn difficult? I'm because sorry. it's government. So it's they difficult. don't care about you. No, but we're you the are in their way, that. Jim. You are you what? are in their way. They want to. I've, I've got to hold you there because we've got a lot to do. But you're in the way. Government is the big, bad, ugly machine. It doesn't care about you. It's not capable of caring. It's a machine of destruction. Matt, hi. Hello? Yes, Matt, you're on the air. Hi. Yeah, um, the uh, story with the water with the police officer reminded me of a story I read from a an author a few years ago. He talked about when he was a young man driving across the country. Uh, he saw some. He was on a highway in a city area, and he saw lights flashing behind him. But he was over a bridge, and the police officer was clearly signaling him to stop. He thought, well, you know, I shouldn't stop on the, on a bridge. I, I'm going to keep going and take an exit and pull into a and pull into a gas station, and then he can question me there. And he said the police officer just lost it when he got there. He pulled his guns out. He made him get out of the car. He patted him down. He didn't get mad at the cop because he, you know, he did fail to obey the police officer's instructions. He said what he learned later on was that the week before in that city, a police officer was trying to pull somebody over on a road, and the driver kept going and drove a couple of blocks, pulled in somewhere, and unfortunately that driver had lured the police officer into an ambush shooting. And so that kind of explained the police officer's yep. reaction, and at least in that context, you know, explain, you know, kind of go back, went back to the wisdom of, hey, you know, the police officer tells you to pull over, pull over. Um, but, you know, they also, the advice, trouble. the the advice they give, Matt, is, uh, I'm sorry, my, who am I talking to? Matt, I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, the advice they give is to, if you, if you're nervous that a police officer might not be a legitimate officer and you, and he tries to pull you over, because, you know, sometimes there are scammers out there. Do you recall what they say you're supposed to do? They tell Maybe you you're just... supposed to keep driving until you get to a place where you feel it's safe for you to uh, present yourself to the police officer, but there's other people around. So I think yeah. cops have to be flexible about the way people react and that people aren't always going to. Because it is scary and it, it can be confusing. And it well, can be that cops just don't understand what's going on quickly. Well, I think in my well, I think what I was going to say is I guess I'm not defending what this the way this police officer reacted necessarily, but sometimes the situations are complicated on both sides, and it like like I said, it was you know that young man in my scenario wasn't trying to cause trouble, but um, you know the police officer was probably on high high alert at that point because one of his colleagues yeah, well, you can understand it's same a, circumstances. sure it's a stressful time and they're all charged up with uh, adrenaline and that's their job to manage i'm not saying it's easy and i'm not saying we don't all sympathize but you can't you can't lose it they've got to they've got to have help for these people so they can stay calm and not absorb this much of their rage and walk around with eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. More rants coming up. BPS Lawyers tra uh, Traffic Center. Mark Christopher, you got anything happening on the road, sir? Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yeah, WTIC, let's play some rants. We're way behind on these rants. I apologize, but we're going to get some going right now. Hello, Todd. I have a couple things I'd like to rant off about. One, if Joe Biden uh, did the same thing with the documents, it's actually worse than what Trump did because he's not actually president. He was vice president. Two, I've heard that Tamar Hamlin, the uh, Buffalo Bills player, don't know if it's true, but received his shot uh, December 27th. Wonder if uh, that had anything to do with his collapsing. You know, I, I would just hope that somebody would at least get the truth out there. Well, that would be a lovely thing for sure. We need to know. God, your experience and your logic has given you the main purpose of the Bible. That is no more ruling class. No more ruling class, but there has to be a ruling class. Religion is a ruling class. God is a ruling class. Schools are a ruling class. People are a ruling class. Corporations are a ruling class. You, You can't have no ruling class. The trouble is, How do you construct it in such a way that it doesn't become a dominant force 
in how we control our society. The larger number of individuals has to remain in charge. And that's what we've lost because of these big bureaucracies they build and all the lies they tell us about how needed they are. It shows you how the wicked system of things is going to work out in, in the Holy Scripture. This truth is... And by the way, how do you get rid of the ruling class if you don't have a ruling class big enough and strong enough? This is why I like the evil rich. We need the evil rich. I'm using that sarcastically because that's how the, the politicians portray other blocks of power. They demonize others with power because they want it all for themselves. Hey, Todd, I'm going to tell you why uh, the Democrats are so scared of Americans. Because Americans possess more guns. People are scared of military. Americans because Americans are what? Here's the deal. It's against the U.S. Constitution to the U.S. government to use heavy artillery versus their own citizens. It's, uh, it's just the quality just isn't good enough. Throw that phone away. Get rid of that one. Get a better one, okay? Thank you for the call. Though. Hey, Todd. Uh, I'm uh, pretty much an anti-vaxxer. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to point this out. Every time I get a cold now, it seems to linger for like what seems like months, but typically weeks. Nose runs, cough. Won't go away. When I was younger, before the vaccine, yeah, yeah deal with it. Never get it again in the same year. It's interesting. I've gone the opposite direction. I haven't had colds. I assume it's because people don't have colds because we had a, a time where we didn't get to catch them from each other. So they haven't caught on. And and when I have had colds, they've just been little. I haven't had a real cold in three years. Hi, this is Dave from Waterbury. On the police thing, three things. One, a police officer should never lose his cool. There you public. go. Two, he has a radio on him. He could have called her plate in and had somebody pull her over. Three, while he's running after her and yelling at her, who's directing traffic? If there was an accident and somebody got killed, it would have been on him. Thank you. Thank you. Someone texted me and said he got fired because he lied and said she hit him, and they watched the video, and it showed that she hadn't. But I suspect it's still something else, too, that he's got more in his past, I believe. Ned Lamont sucks. That's it? That's the whole rant? I like how some people can be really concise and straight to the point. Rant line number 860-751-4698. Where's Mark Christopher when you need him? Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. This police story out of Waterbury over the past couple of days has uh, has really caught people's attention the police officer getting so bent out of shape and and uh, unable to control his anger so i thought it'd be good to have somebody on to help out with the conversation and we are joined now by dr ellen kirschman a mental health professional uh, understanding the issues facing police officers she's a clinical psychologist and consultant who's been working with law enforcement over the past couple of decades so Let's welcome Dr. Ellen Kirschman to the show. Hey, Ellen. Hi there. How are you? Thanks for taking the time to chat with us. So what's your experience with police officers and stress, and how do they 
How do they deal? We've been talking about a, a story that happened in Waterbury, and, and there's a body cam sound of the police officer screaming at a woman over many minutes for, mm -hmm. uh, in, in really what's a petty argument over what did happen or didn't happen, instead of acting in that nice, uh, sort of uh, professional, quiet, stern, but kind way that that good police officers do what happens to them when they go elsewhere with their behavior well i i don't know anything of course about that specific uh officer that specific incident i'm out here in california yes we're looking for miles. generic generic information yes. uh, about right. the issues right but i did happen to read about it just by accident and i thought to myself well, I can think of several reasons, none of which excuse that kind of behavior, but might mm -hmm. explain it. Um, police officers are under continual stress. It's uh, maybe not as much from what happens on the street, or that depends, of course, where you work. Sometimes it's because uh, staffing is low and they are mandated to work overtime. Uh, police officers tend not to sleep very well particularly those that have some form of post-traumatic stress. Mm -hmm. And we know that anywhere between 15 and 30% of working officers have either a clinical level of post-traumatic stress or uh, close to it. From on-the-job um, experiences? Uh, yes, from on-the-job experiences, and then mm -hmm. that gets combined with maybe some um, poor coping or the fact that there's a lot of stigma about reaching out for help when you need it. Um, that, uh, yeah, that sometimes, and it's been you know, a rough several years for police it everywhere between, yeah. between the pandemic and the levels of social unrest in which police feel unfairly accused of things, uh, you know, concerned about all the cameras that any time they do anything, they're going to wind up in court or in the headlines, as the officer you just talked about. So there's an awful lot that's going on. And I don't know how long this officer had been on the job. Do you know? Seven, seven years. Seven years. Okay. So, so you know, this is what I'm curious about. My instinct yeah. would be that there's a, probably a couple of different personality types that either you're somebody who can't handle the stress and you are steaming all the time, or you're somebody who knows how to push it aside and not personalize these things, and to talk yourself off ledges when you feel yourself getting on one. Is that the case, or do those, because I've been pulled over or had encounters with police officers who I've so admired the, the professionalism they bring to the encounter, and I've also mm -hmm. dealt with ones who are a little hot-headed and hard for me to deal with. And I, it, I I just imagine that it's a type, and they're that way through their whole lives and careers. Well, I can say this much about pre-employment screening and who we try to hire, although these days it's very hard to get people uh, recruiting is way down. Yes. Uh, but in, in general, uh, the snapshot you get of a person at the beginning of their career is of usually a kind, extroverted uh, person who wants to uh, help out the community. They've got some altruism about it, um, and then you t that that, and then we take them in the police force and beat them up essentially. Um, <laughs> so they get jaded. 
Well, they get they either they get jaded, they get demoralized sometimes, um, and that that original snapshot you got of the person psychologically, if you look at that, it's only good for a year. And if you look at the wear and tear of the work, then you see that people officers tend much more becoming more antisocial than they might have been in the beginning, uh, more depressed. Um, a bit more isolated or withdrawn. Now, that's not 100%, but it depends, again, on where you work, sure. what, uh, what kind of coping skills you have. But then that um, would seem to point, doctor, to the idea that the, there needs to be more management assistance for making sure that people maintain their equilibrium. And you started off talking about about officers suffering from uh, post-traumatic stress, and is that not being dealt with? You know, what's the missing link here? Oh, there's several missing links. Um, where will I start? For one thing, we ask people to do this work way too long. Uh, to ask somebody to do this for 20 to 30 years is, I think, uh, a really a bad mistake. Uh, the wear and tear of the job is, is just enormous. So uh, I would rather see uh, something more like the military, where you got an opportunity to leave the job and without being penalized or go to a different department or have some mm-hmm. sabbaticals or some decent time off. So that's one thing. Um, to have a readily available, confidential, low-cost counseling from people who are culturally competent to deal with law enforcement, and by that, I mean, they know what cops do and why they do it, and they are and what uh, they go through. Free of, yes, and and the culture they work in, because the mm-hmm. culture they work in is a, a, a very tough culture. It's a very tough culture. So um, those are just two of the things I have a, a you know a longer list than that. We need to um, uh, we need to relieve cops from taking care of every single social problem that um, we have, you know, poverty, lack of education, poor home life, uh, you know, not enough jobs for people. Uh, That all falls in mental illness. That all falls on the lap of a cop. That's way too much for them to handle. They're not trained to handle it. And the rest of society is sort of absolving themselves of responsibility. Thank you for providing this framework. It's very helpful, Dr. Ellen Kirschman. Give us one more thought, maybe, something that occurred to you with regard to when you're reading the story about what happened in uh, in Connecticut. Do you have anything else that, that's in your head about that? Well, I was just curious about, you know, what had happened. At, you know, how many shifts had this guy done? Has he doesn't sleep. Has he got, a, you know, some... Has he just been, uh, you know, organizational stress, that stuff that comes mm-hmm. from inside the agency, mostly yeah. exceeds line of duty stuff all the time. So, well, you know, I don't know what had just happened. That's Go a ahead. pretty stunning fact. Oh, okay. The idea that the organ that, that inside the building is worse than outside the building. Oh, you bet. That's right. You got to keep your vest on inside the building as well as outside. <laughs> all right. All right, Dr. Kirschman, appreciate your filling us in. This is very interesting. Okay, you're quite welcome. Bye-bye. All right, what do you think of that? 860-522-9842. I think that is really that last bit of information. That That's the most important. Let's talk to Margaret. Hello, Margaret. Oh, hello, Todd. 
that was very, very interesting. But I think we're getting off the topic of why or why the uh, Waterbury police officer was fired. In an interview with the police spokesperson, I don't know whether he was a captain or what else, he said, and I watched it last night, last evening, he said that there had been other incidents and he, the police officer had been sent for retraining. Well, apparently the retraining didn't work. Yep. You know? But I will say also, Todd, yeah, I understand they're under a lot of stress. But as as we as average... Margaret, where did you go? Wait a sec. Somehow you got knocked off the earth. Can you back up 20 seconds? And, and Oh, yeah. Because, I, I will say, because they have so much power, the average citizen like you or like me, we hold them to a higher standard. Well, they have to be held to a higher standard, but they also need a support appropriate to go along with that. So yeah. if they're dealing with as much stress when they go in the building as when they walk out of the building, then we've yeah, got well, a problem. She, yes, she was very, very interesting, but I still think that's because you have so many callers saying he shouldn't have been fired, he shouldn't have been fired, he shouldn't have been fired. He should have been fired if, indeed, as the captain or whoever it was said, there had been other incidences and he had been sent for retraining. Yes, and that puts it in a, that puts go. it in a different light. Yes. Well, thank you, Todd. Thank you, Margaret. Good to hear from you. Thank you. All righty. Bye bye. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Mike is in Plainville. Hello, Mike. Congratulations on moving up to HD radio. How about that? You're coming in loud and clear, Lima Charlie. Lima Charlie, five by five. And now Anyone you lost that wore me. a uniform? Yes. That it wasn't one isolated case. This is what happens in security work, law enforcement, the military. If you keep making the mistakes out on the job, they're going to send you somewhere. It could be cold, it could be really hot. Uh, it wasn't the first time. Anybody, I'm surprised more pol former police officers haven't called in and, and made a comment about this. This is not one incident. Yes. It's probably half a dozen, like you said. Uh, this doctor you had on, this counselor, whoever she was, she didn't mention the stressors outside of the job. He could be having problems at home, illness, financial. Sure, sure those, are the, uh, those are the unknown and unknowable things that, um, you know, that, that happen on a management level or an inside the police department level where you have to be able to figure those things out. Pam, we've just got a minute, but I'd love to hear what you have to say. Hey, Todd, I love your show. Um, I watched the video and stuff, too, and I think this is just an angry man. I think it carries into his regular everyday life, and I really don't think this man should be a police officer, and I think these type of officers give them a bad name. I know they have a lot of stress in their life, but he was just a total person that I think just generally has anger and power issues. Yeah, I suspect that you're correct, and that that that's, makes you wonder how he lasted seven years and how hard they must have worked to make sure they didn't have to punish him. Right. I respect the police officer, and I have police officers in my family, and I respect the stress that they go through with everything. But this gentleman with this situation was just an angry an angry man, not a police officer. He was just an angry man. 
Pam, thank you so much. Appreciate hearing from you. Thank you. And have yourself a great night. Eight, no, what I, I'll give you the rant number, 860-751-4698. Call in a rant anytime. We'll get to them tomorrow. We've got a couple we didn't play today, and we will include those with tomorrow's batch as well. We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center in just a moment, and then we'll have weather and news and have you fully informed, ready to go off into your evening with all the information you need. But let's check in with the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center and Mark Christopher. Mark, have a great <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.